As we fly through so many dimensions and universes, we must realize that life can be so opportunistic and also fleeting. We must value the time that we're in and every moment we have. A rip in space has opened as we fly through this black hole. A figure appears from the space-time rip. Christine Kwok is someone who I'd never met before this day. Thanks to my podcast journey through the pandemic, she's able to exist in the MLRCP. We go over exactly the reason why we're here today. The message she wants to give to to those who are in a difficult relationship. And she goes over the pursuit of happiness and why supportive friends are so important. We listen to her story as she allows her strength to allow herself to be so vulnerable. In her words, she is happy now. Welcome to episode 16, Into the Quack. Welcome to episode 16. Into the quack? Quack? <laughs> Did I say that right? No, quack. 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 Like C U O C U O C. C U O C. Quack. Quack. Christina Quack. Christine. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. Christine Quack. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I'm super excited to have you on um, my podcast today. And I know that, you know, we don't truly know each other. We actually just met this morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> or actually earlier this evening. Oh, yeah, earlier this, week, this <laughs> evening. So um, first of all, I just wanted to um, introduce you. So okay. I wanted you to tell uh, the listeners a little bit about who you are, and then yeah. we'll kind of go over exactly how we met. Oh, my gosh. This is so nerve-wracking. Uh, uh, I don't know what to say about myself. It's all right. Um, I'm 28. I am currently living there, <laughs> um, and my favorite hobby is to rollerblade. Nice. Did you always live in San Bruno? Um, no, I lived there about uh, 10 years now. That's a good amount of time. Yeah, I know. And then you were originally from where? Um, Huntington Beach, and I moved up here elementary school, and then I went, to, uh, went back down to Tustin for middle school, and then I came back up here. Um, and I've just been here ever since. Nice. And you were you born in the United States or? Uh, I was born in Monterey Park, which is right um, nearby Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very Asian American then. Very. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And yeah, and I kind of wanted to go in how we met. Um, so Daniel Lee was in our past podcast yep. and he knew me, he knew you. Yep. and you can you can just kind of describe how how we ended up here today okay so i met daniel at a party six years ago and just right off the bat we instantly clicked as friends um he's a real stand-up guy like he is one of the most humble um genuine people that i know and you could see it in um the quality of his friendships that he keeps you can see it and his relationship with Ada, who was such a sweet girl. And uh, yeah, I mean, ever since then, we've just kind of been like in and out of each other's lives, like contact wise. But um, we recently reconnected 
um, he reached out to me when, you know, shelter in place first happened and, uh, you know, checking in on me here and there. And then we recently, well, not recently, I think in June, we met up for a, uh, a walk down Great Highway. And I don't know, we've just been connected ever since. Cool. Yeah. And he was like, you got to join this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just did a podcast. Listen to my podcast. He like, probably did that to you. What right? a great impression of him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. So, I, you know, obviously he probably said this podcast would be, would be good for you. Yeah, he did. So um, thought it would be a good way for me to kind of talk about um, my experience during uh, this whole crazy Ooh. pandemic. <laughs> Before we get into the juicy stuff, yeah, I do want to know a little bit more about you. So yeah. just a little bit like, what are your hobbies? What are you yeah. into? Yeah. Kind of like a first date type of thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, like I said earlier, my hobby is rollerblading. And how I got into that was actually thanks to Daniel because... Um, when we did take that walk down Great Highway, we ran into some of his girlfriends, um, I guess from elementary school days. Friends and, that were girls? Or? Yeah, friends okay. that were girls. Okay, good, good. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> friends that were girls. And uh, he, you know, I was just looking at how how much fun they looked like they were having. You know, they looked so carefree, you know, just enjoying life. And it was a warm, sunny day. And I kind of was just like, I want to do that. Um, I ice skated a little bit as a kid, so I really felt comfortable rollerblading. Um, I know it's been hard to secure, you know, uh, stuff for outside um, these days, like a bike or um, I don't know what else. But uh, so I found a pair of roller skate rollerblades um, at a big five in San Jose, and I immediately just went down to go get them because um, I knew a lot of my other friends were having trouble getting. Um, rollerblades bikes and stuff so i picked it up maybe a couple of days later after our walk and i've just been doing it ever since wow yeah i didn't know that the demand was that high for rollerblades yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in bruno all the way to san jose is about like a 40 50 minute drive too. yeah yeah but i was just so determined because i just saw how much fun they were having and i was just like you know i could use that in my life yeah you deserve that fun too yeah exactly awesome <laughs> Oh, those are great and positive things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And then um, it's just funny because uh, this is actually, I'll, I want to let you know, this is my first time podcasting someone I actually just first yeah. met. So I just want to kind of ask your experience, like, since you just met me, yeah. you've probably never been in a situation like this before, right? Uh, definitely not um, going off into a podcast right off the bat. But yeah. um, I could tell when we first started talking a couple weeks ago, you were very warm on the phone, you know, very... Um, very interested in getting to know me and you know you asked a, a lot of solid questions that I really appreciated so I can see the time and care you take into um, maintaining this podcast awesome I really yeah. appreciate that <laughs> cool all right so I wanted to kind of uh, kind of start on the themes that we wrote out here that we wanted to share yeah on the podcast and one of the first things is um, you want to use this to help people, and I want you kind of just take the floor okay. and how you want to describe it. Um, well, so during the pandemic, well, it wasn't just during the pandemic, but for the past couple of years, I was in a relationship with someone who I really loved and cared about, but who just wasn't necessarily the right person for me. Um... It was a very 
toxic relationship. There were there were things that I I took a long time for me to recover from and I don't know. I recently just got out of this relationship, you know, while in quarantine and I just want to share my experience of this entire thing because I really feel like um if I could help someone by sharing my story because I know a lot of people are maybe you know going through this but behind closed doors you know you don't know everything about someone's relationship like you know there's so many things that goes on that you know no one but you and your partner know about but I just wanted to kind of elaborate on um just I don't know just just getting finally getting yourself out of it you know even if you don't think that you have it in you um it's I, it's a feeling I can't describe and um I just wanted to share yeah everything <laughs> well it's hard because I I feel like you know when people are in committed relationships it's also committed time yeah right this is, is my commitment of my time yeah that I could be spending and mm -hmm. utilizing you know mm -hmm. somewhere else exactly <laughs> <laughs> and I would assume that, you know, how long were you guys together? Um, Almost two years. Two years. That's a long time. It is. And do you, and then obviously going through the pandemic must have highly hyper or changed things. I it would like, very, like to uh, know. Yeah, it very just made, it magnetized everything that was going wrong by like a thousand times. And, you know, we lived separately, so it wasn't like we were able to see each other. We would, you know, see each other maybe once a week or, you know, the grocery shopping trip, like, you know, on the weekend. Or It, it was really hard because we were um, having to deal with um, issues that we were trying to heal from for the past year um, of a relationship. but. It, I think the pandemic just made everything a lot worse, unfortunately. Yeah, because it's once you're kind of in the pandemic, and mm -hmm. then I think for yourself, it's uh, it's like you were saying, like when you're you see someone like all the time, you're kind of used to it. Yeah. But now you're gonna see them so many times. Yeah. It's like you're. I think you start. Um, before we even got on pause, I was like talking about like spirituality. Yeah. You start asking questions. Yeah. Yourself, right? <laughs> I did. <laughs> and I, I wanted to know, well, it's kind of like the first question that you asked yourself when you kind of had this feeling that, you know, this is kind of not where I want to be. Um, I think just because we were together almost every single day before the pandemic, um, I wasn't able to really see that um, he unfortunately didn't add any positive value to my life and the time of um, being separated from each other during the pandemic made me realize this person hasn't treated me right from maybe the very beginning and I probably kind of normalized you know that sort of behavior because I was always with him and I was always determined to make it work between us um, but the space that we had, I just realized, like, um, I became more comfortable in being alone um, than wanting to see him after yeah. a while. Like, you had more time to think for yourself. Yeah, yeah, I did. And, you know, get really, like, I, I know that the 
this hasn't been like a, a difficult, I mean, I did, this hasn't been an easy time for everyone. But for me, I really learned that um, I really enjoy spending time with myself. <laughs> um, I really, uh, and that's something that I always thought um, was, I, I always try to keep myself busy, you know, by seeing him, by seeing friends, that I never was able to just be alone. And so being able to be alone, I was just like, oh, I'm pretty fun to hang out with by myself. <laughs> like, um, I don't really need to hang out with this person who yeah. wasn't like, who's not all there in the relationship. Yeah. It's like, how do you, you know, give yourself to someone when you haven't given yourself yourself? Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. So what are, what are the, I know you said like you, you enjoy hanging out with yourself. So what are what do you believe are your best qualities of yourself and why you enjoy yourself so much? Um. I think I'm just, I don't know what the best qualities of myself are yet, but I just really enjoy um, just reading now. I enjoy, I don't know, talking on FaceTime with my friends, even though that's like not a form of being alone, but you know, just, I don't know. I just really enjoy just hanging out by myself. Can't describe it. I think it's a great thing. Yeah. You know, because I feel like, when I start seeing everyone in these relationships, like it's when, when you start kind of seeing and valuing yourself, yeah, yeah. you know, cause every, you've always put someone else in exactly. front of you, right? Yeah. And now you're putting yourself yeah. first. So when you're like separating yourself from um, the issues and you're just taking time out by yourself, you, I, I had a lot of time to kind of self-reflect on the past two years and be, and think to myself, there were so many things that happened a lot of painful things he put me through how was I okay with any of that you know like maybe it was because I was never really left alone you know I was always with him so just I don't just quarantine just made me realize that man like I love this person but I mean I wouldn't want to like keep giving my time to him if he clearly didn't appreciate it so, yeah, yeah, that's hard. And uh, and I know that you said you, you use the word love, and obviously when the when you say you love someone, and I I do authentically know that people mean it. Yeah. But also it holds you to that relationship. It does. Even though like you say this is going wrong, or I yeah. don't think this is, yes. and then but you know you're inside you're like but I yeah. this is what you do for love. You fight yeah. for love. And you know the also an important thing I learned is that love is sometimes not enough. You know, you think you love this person and like you're going to try your best to keep it together. But, you know, love is not enough sometimes when there's bigger issues at hand that you have to decide for yourself. I It's going to be better for my mental health, better for my peace of mind, better for my happiness if I step away from this relationship. Yeah, it's like it's like you don't not like you don't need to not have love but mm -hmm. now you could truly love yourself exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> i think that's what you're getting at. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that's a that's i think you know everyone says the most important thing is to love yourself first put yourself first and that's something that i didn't do <laughs> the past two years you know i always kept putting this person ahead of myself through all the wrongdoings he did through you know all the tears I cried, everything. Like, I still put this person ahead of myself. And I just kept neglecting myself. And um, I went through a lot of periods of feeling resentment towards him. You know, we'd be out at a party with his friends. And, you know, he'd try to be, like, the life of the party, joke around and everything. And I would just, like, 
look at him like oh god <laughs> yeah like it's like it's like you tolerate it yeah but it's like it's not enough to be like all right this is the this is last straw right yeah and it's just like it's just i felt like it was just putting up a front and like maybe his friends thought of me as like this angry little girl <laughs> like doesn't know how to have fun but i was dealing with a lot of internal resentment and you know suffering um so uh gosh i'm like so sidetracked right now no <laughs> um i was dealing with a lot of internal suffering and resentment towards him and i because i was always with him I always made him and his past mistakes the focal point of my sadness, but it wasn't until recently I realized that the focal point of my sadness was myself. You know, I didn't do a lot of things because, you know, I just wanted to spend time with him. I didn't go to events. I didn't go to anything because I just wanted to spend, you know, the weekend with him or, you know, it was like every weekend I wanted to spend with him. And so I would just off put doing things that I loved before meeting him um, because I wanted to spend time with him. And then, um, you know, I really was ashamed of my, about, like, the, the, um, my career growth. I wasn't, like, where I wanted to be in life. I didn't um, – I wasn't reaching the goals that I wanted because I was just so focused on this sad – like, this one person being, like – the reason for my sadness but i was just holding myself back this entire time yeah that's a big self-reflection yeah right? <laughs> to be like it's not him it's yeah. actually me yeah that's stopping me yeah exactly from being happy yeah and i and i always wanted to touch on the part when you are typically in, in a very strong relationship yeah whatever you do that day and that second you're always at the end of the day you let that person know what you did right yeah. so you always know it's almost like you put a spy camera in that person you tell this person obviously he's gonna yeah. tell his girlfriend or... yeah but i did i never felt like i received that from him he yeah. was there's so many secrets there was you know really terrible things that i had to find out if you know and it builds on, it builds one on, yeah. on top of another, yeah, exactly. of another. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you already spend so much time and commitment. Yeah. You get to this point of like, and, where does it end? And then it got to a point where I was just so tired of trying. I There would there would be good things that would happen in my day. He wouldn't be the first person I would, you know, want to talk to. It would be like one of my friends I would want to like tell. And that's like, also, when I realized it was a problem, like, you know, the, the person that you're in a relationship with, you're like committed to, why wouldn't that be the first person you want to say all your, you know, your good news of the day to? Yeah. It should be more that person will support you. Yeah. That person wants you to do good. Yeah. Wants you to talk to your friends. Yeah. You know, wants you to be happy. Yeah. And, you know, you have to get that support or that mm -hmm. honesty or trust from, you know, your, your friends. Yeah. And it, there was also maybe red flags that I didn't think about either. Like, you know, I would go out with my friends and he would know, but he wouldn't ask me, you know, what time are you coming home? Or, you know, are you home okay? You know, I would uh, get Ubers, um, you know, and then one of my guy friends would walk me out and make sure that I was getting in the right car. And then they would text me, um, you know, let us know when you're home safe. And if they didn't hear from me, they'd call me, you know, the whatever time span that it they thought that it would take for me to get home and I was like 
you know, I, I told them that and then they, you know, they were like, wow, like, don't you, don't you think that that's a problem <laughs> where, you know, where we're doing something that's kind of like the bare minimum for a boyfriend to do? Yeah, that's hard. I do that with almost all my friends. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, get home safely. Just yeah. text me. And like, you know, I'll be honest, sometimes I forget to like check in with them and like, yeah. oh, no, I'm good. Yeah. But no, yeah, just that's just being like, not even just in a relationship, but just being mm. genuine. Yeah. And being caring. Yeah. And you know, that's something you definitely deserve and you deserve to, to be caring for yourself yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's like, you know, I definitely neglected myself a lot. <laughs> and then one of the other themes that we I wrote down here, there are ways to get out of it without having a support system. Um, okay, so there are ways. You just, the most important thing is to really take a step back and ask, yourself like if you are in a relationship with someone who's not treating you right um do i want to continue being with someone who obviously doesn't love me doesn't isn't kind to me you know doesn't respect me you know is it worth it really like you know there's so many other people out there in the world now i'm not trying to look for anything right now but like i mean there's just you just have to i don't know just Think about yourself. Just think about your happiness. Um, so just the most important thing is to get out of it first because um, time does eventually heal um, wounds, but um, you don't want to still be in this relationship in like two years, you know, when you asked yourself two years ago, should I still stay with this person who doesn't, who clearly doesn't love me? <laughs> That's a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. Because then, <laughs> cause then if you are, then you could be stuck, right? Yeah, exactly. Because you're so used to, like, well, it's nice to have someone yeah. and yeah. all those all those small moments are yeah. okay, but does yeah. it outweigh the overall you yeah. know, outcome of the relationship? And um, to go um, go along with that without a support, without a support system um, topic, um, don't be afraid to reach out, which is, you know, no one's, no one, everyone's so involved in their own lives. How is anyone going to know what you're going through if you don't talk about it? You know, a lot of my friends didn't even know what I was going through until I finally was fed up and, you know, decided to overshare one night. And then they were just like, you know, we obviously see when, like, when you're upset, but you don't say anything. And so we didn't know that this, like, this entire time you've been going through this. And so ever since then, they've like latched onto me and have really done the work to check in on me, make sure I'm doing okay. Um, one of my best friends, Johnny, said that uh, if he doesn't hear from me for a, a day or two, he'll immediately like call me to make sure I'm okay. <laughs> so just, you know, you th maybe you think you're alone, but, you know, you should also do the work to put yourself out there and kind of reach out to someone who you trust because like I said, no one's no one knows what you're going through yeah. because everyone's focused on their own lives. And it, I, it's so great that you touch on that because I feel like, you know, I have friends where they feel like they're alone, Yeah. but you're my friend yeah. and you told me that and now you're not alone. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm here with yeah. you right now. Yeah. And I think a lot of people that are currently maybe in that situation, like you're just like, oh, no one will understand. Yeah. But no, how would anyone understand if you never give them a chance? Exactly. Right? Because you probably it would probably bring it up to when you were bringing it up to them. Yeah. That probably wasn't easy. That 
definitely wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was like, should I? You yeah, know, because then like, you're going yeah. down this path where, like, yeah, well, if I tell no them, turning back. <laughs> if they're really my friends, they're gonna yeah. make sure that I go in yeah. the right path of like getting yeah. out of it, right? Yeah. Because then you're just kind of admitting at that point in time to your closest friends. Yeah. You know, here's what I'm going through. Can you give me yeah. advice? Can you support me? Can you help me? Yeah. Luckily for me, um, ever since you know I was able to confide in these people, they've just um incredible like i can't trade that for the world i'd rather I, i'm you know honestly like if it wasn't for them i probably would still try in the relationship i'd probably still be in my dark room crying on my bed oh, no. <laughs> well now you're in a room filled with light yeah. in the universe and the mlrcp room yeah but this is a great time for call outs and appreciation yeah. is yeah. there some names and people that you would like oh, to mention and appreciate god there's a lot of names i'm just gonna go through them they're i mean like half of them are like don't don't talk about me and then half yeah. of them are like yeah shout me out um so i'm gonna go johnny vegas uh jess Sandy, Lily, Julian, Will, Kevin, um, you guys have uh, been there for me through my worst the past couple of months. You've seen me <laughs> at rock bottom and, you know, you guys still want me to succeed. Like, uh, there's nothing I could do to, like, there's nothing I could do to truly express, like, how grateful I've, I've felt for your friendships. Oh, also Daniel Lee. <laughs> Best for last. Yeah. That's what he would say. <laughs> no, that's great. And now you're sitting here in a podcast yeah. and obviously they're all listening, yeah. truly listening. Yeah. And now you have the floor, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And I think they would all probably agree that you're what you're doing right now is super courageous. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So going back to it, um, it's great that you did the call out. And the second theme is having a support system. Yeah. <laughs> so why is it important that we had those people and kind of how, you know, how it helped you? Yeah. Um, so, you know, like I said, if you don't reach out, no one will know to help you. So, um, you know, even though my friends have so many crazy things going on in their lives, they've never made me feel like I was a burden to, uh, you know, when I'm like feeling like, when I'm feeling like crap or like they just they're always going to be there for me um I don't know there's just oh god I'm like gonna get emotional right now um you know they there's only so much that they as friends could have done for me you know there's only so much that they could say there but um you know every single day they kind of allude to how proud they are of me for being able to kind of stick to my convictions and you know get out of it get out of uh you know the terrible um hole that I was in emotionally so and it's you know really um, a large part thing and thanks to them yeah because it's just always such a good thing to know that you know they know they know what you're going through and yeah. you expressed it so yeah sense of trust a sense of connection yeah, yeah exactly and then also you did mention that you know versus going through the pandemic you're, you're you're talking to them with a lot of video chats right yeah so how's yeah. that is that on zoom or um, using Uber? so we're using we so we used house party when the pandemic started oh I, you were using house yeah. party <laughs> <laughs> so we used it um for mostly games so my friend will was the one who actually had the idea to uh do it and then um 
we all just kind of logged on and then um i didn't know sandy and lily before the pandemic and i only knew julian because she's will's uh, little sister so i met her a few times going out um so johnny was kind of like the uh glue that kind of got us together i mean i was like i was pretty decent friends with kevin and will um at the time but it was only like you know going out for drinks kind of friends not, not a lot of uh deeper um connection but uh we started utilizing that app to just get to know each other we became so vulnerable with each other you know we overshared, over talked you know sometimes like uh i don't know it was just always the highlight of my day knowing that i had this group of people to talk to i probably wouldn't have met sandy and lily like before the pandemic or even if there wasn't any pandemic i probably wouldn't have met them and i wouldn't have been able to um create the bonds that i have with these people you know if i did if we didn't have that outlet so that was really important um so that came at a really great time for me <laughs> yeah it's like uh it's like these friendships these situations yeah. would not have had happened yeah if you weren't vulnerable to share yeah and also to be in the situation like for yeah. me to sit across from you yeah. to me to not had podcast daniel lee <laughs> like this all could have just never happened exactly right so yeah. i'm like wow this there's definitely it feels like some kind of bigger picture is it happening. does it does and yeah. now it's like you're sitting here with a message yeah which is great yeah um going back into your situation uh, what was the most important thing that you kind of got out of it like after getting out of it like what was the most important thing um, that had to be done okay so i don't have any um hard feelings towards um you know my ex i fully loved and cared about him you can't you can't take those feelings back you know you can't I, I don't regret feeling like that because i was able to feel that way for someone um you know we went through a lot of hard times um he did do his best to you know have me try to forgive him for his wrongdoings but it just didn't work out it was just issue after issue piling up you know i would i would i just became such an awful version of myself i would kind of lash out at him i would snap at him but that was just my inner that was like my inner resentment speaking out from like my mouth um you know i i wasn't like the most perfect girlfriend either you know but i was just i i tried so hard um and i think the most important lesson that i could take out of this is that even though um his capacity uh to give out love is not nearly as high as my capacity to love someone at least i was able to get out of this knowing that i i've i i did my all you know um i was able to love someone as much as i did love him and you know even though there were people that you know heard of his uh wrongdoings they would just be like you know, why don't you just get out of it? Why don't you just break up with him? And it's not that easy, you know? Like, I spent two years with this person. He has a lot of qualities that I do appreciate, and but he has some uglier qualities that just does not fit me and my kind of, like, wants now. 
well my once like ever in life but <laughs> but yeah. the, i think that yeah that's the most important thing that i was able to like be able to love someone as much as i did yeah and that's a that's a very you know thing to be proud of too yeah you know i'm not saying um you know they're definitely because I, I feel like th this thing grew you yeah you know it yeah. definitely grew you and like you came out of it and you just have that energy yeah. and vibe you're like <laughs> i gotta share this yeah. like people are going through this and i yeah. think that's that's a great quality yeah um and what was like the la the last straw that was like defining for you to just like help yourself get out of it um so things had been touch and go for the last few months of our relationship um kind of made worse by the pandemic you know with the whole like not being able to see each other kind of like me just um I don't know I had a lot of irrational thoughts but that was also because of like that was also coming from like the past trauma that I went with went through with like with him um and I was expressing these irrational thoughts and I was just going crazy I felt like I was just going insane and um the last straw was um you know the last night uh he kind of he kind of said something that felt very disrespectful to me after I made um an effort to kind of like make our, our like our actual one night together like a little special since you know you're not able to do very many things for your significant other when you're separated oh separated um during the pandemic and he said something that was very really off-putting to me and i was just like i can't do this anymore you know like I'm, i keep trying and trying and like he's um i feel like i felt like at that point like he was just he had just always reaped the benefits of having a girlfriend you know and i kind of i enabled i felt like i enabled his behavior i felt like you know i normalized it enough for him to just be like oh well i can keep saying all this stuff to her because you know uh she she's gonna forgive me anyway you know i can i can treat her like this like she's gonna forgive me anyway um so that night i think i was texting my girlfriends and i was just like I'm done. Like, I think I'm done. <laughs> and that's like something that I had never really said before. And when I read it, I was just like, okay, I have to, I have to like stop and pause and think for a second. Like, am I really done or am I just saying that? And then I'm going to like say the next morning, like, oh, you know, like I was just pissed. Yeah. Whatever. Cause you never want to go back on yeah. something you said. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, for me, I stopped using the word try. Yeah. Like try, oh, I'll try to do that. Oh, yeah. I'll try to be there. Yeah. And it's already that self, uh, that unself confidence that you allow yourself to go yeah. back on your own yeah. word. Yeah. And then you're just like, I am not going back on my word. Yeah. On this, right? Yeah. And so I, I think I, I said something really dramatic. Like, if I walk out this door, you're never gonna hear from me again. <laughs> <laughs> like a movie. Whoa. I was just. I think I was just so like so enraged you know like i was just so mad and uh like i was just like and then when i said it i was just like dang i think i kind of believe myself on that one actually and uh you know i uh i, I did something that i just had never done before I, I just went home i just went home instead of you know just going to him to try to talk things out and then you know we ignore each other the rest of the night or whatever but uh I just went home and I went home 
and I cried a lot. <laughs> I was like, and I cried a lot. And um, the next morning, I don't know what what it what was well, what it was, but like I felt so much relief. I was just like, did I do something that like I should have done a long time ago? Like, what is this like feeling coming from? Like, I I haven't felt this way in a long time. And then it just you know, I was just tired of just continuing to be disrespected. I was tired of hearing people say, "You deserve more. You deserve better." You know, like why are you st why are you still with him? Like I was, like I just put in so much time and effort with and you know commitment to this guy that I was just so frustrated that by people saying these things to me because you know it just makes my I don't know just uh like it eats at you. It uh like it just uh discredits 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 what I went what I put in to the relationship. You know, I put in a lot into the relationship and for people to be like, no, why don't you just break up with him? I'm just like, um, I think I'm the type of person where I will try my, you know, I will try my best. I will make, I put in all effort. But when I am, uh, when I'm, when I know that I'm done, I'm pretty solid on that. I know I'm never returning. That's <laughs> That's good. And you know, when I, I'm just sitting here seeing yeah. you talk about it, I, yeah. I could feel that energy. It was just like, <laughs> like when we're talking about it, it's like you're in it. Yeah. And then you're talking about it now, it's like, it's, I'm seeing a whole different <laughs> you. <laughs> like you felt, if anything I could describe it, you feel free. Yeah. You feel that yeah. you're, you're no longer tagged in this experience anymore. Yeah. And I think one of the things I always like imagining is like you're able to make decisions and do things mm -hmm. without letting another person know yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, I stopped care. I For a long time, I cared so much about, like, what his friends thought of me. I cared so much, like, and I always felt like I wasn't able to be the me that I know that I am because I was just always so um, in, my, in my sadness, in my resentment with him. And I was always so, like... Obviously, he's probably not going to tell his friends what he put me through. But, yeah. you know, like, I just felt like I wish that I for a while, I, I, I remember thinking, like, I wish they would give me a chance to, like, you know, or I wish they I kind of wish that they did know. And, you know, maybe they'd, they'd understand, like, why I was the way I was. But the, you know, the morning that I woke up, I was like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't care it's, it's beyond me yeah. it was it was what's, what's the next tv show now yeah. <laughs> i was just i was just like why did i care so much like you know they obviously don't care, hold me in the same regard as they would hold him i was like why did i care so much and like you know i just like i um, just like that's how that's part of me feeling free yeah i felt free from um all that from you know other people's thoughts yeah right? yeah like and it's even to think about like even if they did think about you yeah for that second of that day yeah right and then we can internalize that as like they always think about me like this yeah exactly you know? or maybe it's... they're not even thinking anything you know? I, I don't know maybe they're just watching football. <laughs> i'm just all in my head <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're just watching the game you know <laughs> like, they're just like what am i thinking about <laughs> <laughs> i know just i would just yeah. wait and now you're head. just like wait wait i don't care <laughs> i don't care if you're watching the game or even thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good yeah. i feel like this is a good 
time to go over that word. So when you actually first walked in here, yeah, into the room, I wanted to, you wanted you to describe a word. And oh the word yeah, that you told me was resilient. So yeah, I would love for you to explain why. Um. Okay, so I'm not proud of the past two years. You know, I did really um, disregard a lot of my own personal morals in order to um, try to forgive this person and try to heal. Um, but, you know, I've been through like a lot of rough stuff in my life and I keep coming back from it. Like I always know that I can push my way through it. But, um, you know, this with this relationship, I just felt like I always kept trying to push through to him. I always kept trying to like, I don't know, just keep trying to break down walls and stuff. And, um, you know, even though he gave me back maybe a fourth of what I was giving him, like I was still very, um, I was still very determined to um, make things work. And um, I look back now, you know, it's been, it's, uh, it's been, um, you know, recent, but I look back now and I'm just like, dang, like, you know, I pushed through the, the two years of me being in a relationship with someone who, you know, didn't love me and like as much as I loved them, but I pushed through and, you know, now I'm like, I'm like stronger than ever. I feel the, I feel the most happiest I've been in, I don't even know, like years. And, um, I just, have always known like that I've been resilient through all the terrible things that I've been through. I will, I will always push through like no matter what, like even if it's like something that takes years <laughs> to push through. <laughs> no one can stop Christine. <laughs> I could deal with this for two years. <laughs> Just give me, um, you know, two years. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but it's good to know that you went through that. You yeah. wear it on your shoulders yeah. proudly Yeah. and you're like, Hey, I went through this yeah. and here's what happened and here I came out of it yeah. and I am more ready to live life than ever. Yeah. I, for the first time in a long time, I feel so hopeful about my future. I feel very, um, I feel very optimistic. That's good. Yeah. That kind of leads me to one of the other themes is what does my future look like? Um, I really hope to keep up this uh, sense of happiness I feel about myself because I, you know, through the past years, I was so un- I was so insecure. I was so insecure myself that I started to forget the good qualities I have about myself. I, you know, I had, um, I don't know. I can't explain, like, how lost in the sauce I was. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Lost in the sauce. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just... Uh, it's like it's like you're trying to remember like oh man like what I used to do for fun yeah. what I used to be how I used to be who as a person. I was like yeah. why my friends loved me yeah. before this yeah I think that was your sauce yeah and now you got the sauce back you know Christine's got the sauce back hey everyone Christine's got barbecue sauce yeah, <laughs> yeah. what is your favorite sauce like if you had to get some like Wingstop or if you're in the McDonald's, oh do you get honey mustard sauce? I do like honey mustard sauce. I like blue cheese. I know, like, people have, like, a weird, like, opinion towards blue cheese, but I really like blue cheese. Oh, yeah. Well, you got the blue cheese, like, on chicken? <laughs> on, like, Wingstop chicken? Um, or, like, just blue cheese sauce, make, like, pasta? I don't know. What, what's, what, are, what are the flavors at Wingstop? I can't think right now. Um, 
I do like mango habanero. Mango ha- oh, that's spicy. <laughs> that's a, that's definitely your sauce. You're the mango habanero sauce. Because now you're ready to put sauce in your new future. Yeah. Right? To spice that life up with some rollerblades. That's, and yeah. That's when a- the rollerblade the ring stop and get some yeah. ha- mango habanero sauce. <laughs> no, that's good. And I just feel like now we got to this point in the podcast where yeah. it's now like, awesome. You've gone through this. Yeah. To see you go through that and know that your friends support you and got to the point mm-hmm. of kind of just like now you're you. Yep. And now I could say I wanted to because I, I knew that when I asked you in the beginning. But now I could ask you now, who is uh, Christine Quatch? Quack. Oh, my God. I was like, Quatch, Quatch, Quack, 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 Quack. <laughs> Sorry. Christine Quack. Um, <laughs> so who am I now? Um, I... I don't know. I can just describe myself as just happy, like, you know, and that's a word that was lost on me for I don't know how long, but I'm going to hold on to it for as long as I can. So um, I I feel like since, you know, had that like 200 pound weight lifted off my shoulders, I just feel so much better about myself. Like I feel so much more confident and I don't know if it's like just the fact that I had I, I lifted the weight off my shoulders, but it just like just happened. I just started feeling better about myself. I started taking care of myself more, you know, like I really started like just putting like myself first. Yeah. And so it's like really a foreign concept to me right now, like putting myself first. Like I still think I'm struggling with that a little bit, but I think this podcast is kind of like a really big step in putting myself first. Um, it's a huge step. I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. she's not on podcast. I was like, woo, is she ready? Is she ready? <laughs> and I, and now that I got to talk to you, I'm like, you yeah. are totally ready. Yeah. You what you went through was totally tough. Yeah. And, you know, I just, I, you know, I definitely feel for you. Yeah. And I feel for the people that you want to help. And, yeah. you know, there's, there's so much wrong yeah. with the world now. Yeah. And the pandemic and yeah. relationships, yeah. you know, people are getting married or people are yeah. relationships are dying. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's pretty crazy because it's like, you're right. It's a great time to reflect. It's mm-hmm. like, are you in it to win it? Or yeah. is this like, you know, just it's just like, you like keep a it going. yeah, I think this is like a, a period of like transformation for a lot of people. Like you're finding out that maybe the person that you were before the pandemic isn't really the person you want to be and you want to like keep you want to just better yourself which is amazing (laughs) an amazing thing to uh do so i do want to hop on some questions that i had a specific friend provide me oh my goodness it's only a couple okay you can always plead the fifth meaning you don't have to answer oh okay (laughs) um it's not and then she she said it in a a daring way it's not like you know prying um okay but it's kind of it's kind of fun question so okay shout out to julia ward she was on the podcast, okay. so you could listen to her and re- okay. see exactly where the questions came from. Cool. Um, the first one was, what would you have told your friend or sister if she was in a toxic relationship? Oh, gosh. You know, that's a really tough one because it's like, you know, you could only say so much. Like, my friends, like, you know, just have talked, like, up my ass for, like, hours about, you know, you, you deserve the best. You know, this guy isn't right for you. Like, clearly, he's not right for you. He's like, you know, how are you, like... Like, we know that you, we know who you are as a person. Like, I don't know why you keep accepting this, like, love you clearly do not, like, deserve, all this stuff, you know? So, if I was talking to my sister, God, that's like a tough one. Um, I would just try to be there for her as much as I could without being too 
um, involved because it's still her journey. She has to learn her, like, she has to learn to get through it herself. Otherwise, you know, I can't hold her hand and I can't baby her. Um, but I can be there for her. And if she has someone who is consistently there for her, then she'll realize, you know, man, like, I have my, my sister, like, it's always there for me. And she's like such a strong, like, support system for me. And, you know, when you hang out with people who really, truly, genuinely want the best for you and keep reminding you of your worth, of yourself, like, you start to believe it too, believe it or not. <laughs> but, um, I, there's nothing that you could really say to someone who's going through it. You could just only really, um, try to be there as much as you can. Yeah. I love that you said that. Like, yeah. sometimes people don't believe in them then believe in themselves. Yeah. But then if I truly care, you believe in me because yeah. I believe in you. Yeah, exactly. I always say that. Yeah. That's a great thought. I know. It's like, it's like really like a, really cheesy to like, you know, think about. But like, seriously, I think it's very true. Yeah. Because, you know, positive affirmation is so important. It is. It is. Looking back, did you see any like red flags? And like, what red flags would you give to people? But like, hey, you know, before you hop into a relationship, what would you say? Uh, you know, make sure you do these things first? Or is it well, just something you can't even, you know, you never know? I don't want to get into the details of stuff, but I feel like your intuition is very strong and you should listen to it mm. because um, the stuff that I found out, I found out because of my intuition. I found out because I was just like, something's not right. Mm -hmm. And, you know. So listen to your gut. Yeah. And uh, red flags... You don't have Gosh. to. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if you have a feeling and it doesn't feel right, that's a red flag already, right? Yeah. And I then mean, like you, tr you trust you should trust yourself. Yeah. And like you know, maybe maybe you might think that you're overthinking, but it. I mean, like, wouldn't you rather want to know if you, this is something that's been that's like constantly bugging at you? Wouldn't you want to kind of like get a get a I don't know, just get a deeper understanding of why you're feeling that way? Um. I mean, also with with red flags, it's like, um, like I truly believe in trust and honesty, and um, I don't know when when you hear so many lies from a person, it's just like it just blurs the line between what is truth and what is lie. So I would say, um, you know, that's a pretty big red flag indicator to yeah me. just just catch him in a lie and he's like well <laughs> what about everything else anything that yeah, you said could be like yeah i think that's a good one yeah what are you going to take from that experience into you know your i know you said not like a relationship but into your yeah. next relationship if you do um i truly know now my worth i know the qualities that like make me me that you know i i just uh what am i going to take um well I definitely want to uh, work on uh, myself before getting into the next relationship. I definitely want to hopefully work out the baggage that I hope I'm not carrying right now. Um, but I would, I would hope for trust and honesty to the next in the next relationship. I would hope like that's like, you know, something that's basic <laughs> to, yeah. for the next guy. <laughs> yeah, just um, you know, just. 
don't lie <laughs> and don't be you know evil incarnated <laughs> and we'll be good we'll be good <laughs> where do you want to go to eat <laughs> great um advice to avoid and how to get out of a toxic relationship advice to avoid oh god you're asking the wrong person to <laughs> for someone to avoid i think i'm asking the right person right <laughs> so it's like you know if you want to avoid something like that then you know what what would obviously your future self and you know people who are um, you know, don't want to just be, be more careful don't be, don't be tricked by words and <laughs> don't yeah. trick my words you know like that's how they get you in the in the beginning they're yeah. like making all these promises they can't keep they're very charismatic you mm. know very smooth you're just like i don't know um let me see uh just to to get out of a to get out of a toxic relationship you just have to just think about yourself first mm -hmm. you're you're the most important life um, you're you're, ah, you're the most important person in your life you know yeah. this this person isn't the most important person you are you know you didn't your mom didn't give birth to you just so you could like be with this person yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just, you were born and when you turned 28 <laughs> you date this person Jeez. <laughs> thanks mom yeah you know yeah. like yeah. you're, you're just focus, just like think about you think about your happiness because like um that is something my friends would just keep like you know preaching to me about and like those words would kind of fall in deaf ears and then it wasn't until i you know this whole pandemic just gave me a lot of time to self-reflect on the past and i'm just like dang like you know um i i put a lot i don't know like i i I really kind of just settled when I could have just been single this entire time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, I've been single for a bit, and it's pretty, it's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'll go somewhere, I'll eat a sandwich, and I had the, like, no one knew that I eat the sandwich. Yeah. Well, and I was telling that to, like, my friends in a relationship, and they're like, whoa, no one's going to need to, like, if, I, if you didn't tell me, no one had known what type of sandwich you ate. Yeah. How about you? He's like, well, we got to tell my wife yeah. what I had to eat today. <laughs> But it's, it's, I'm, I'm really actually enjoying it. Um, you know, there was a period in the relationship, probably the entire relationship. I was kind of like, shit, like if I get out of this relationship, I'm going to be alone, you know, wow, wow, wow. Like just feeling sorry for myself. And now that I'm out of it, I'm just like, I can see my friends whenever they want, whenever I want. And, you know, I don't have to tell anyone, like, you know, I don't have to worry about like, I don't just sit at home worried about like potentially being potentially getting cheated on like i don't have to worry about any of that you yeah. know no one needs to know that you're at wingstop eating <laughs> up mango habanero chicken like no one has to know yeah. that's your secret and that's you for you to keep yeah that's amazing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the last questions for julia i just want to knock them all out okay. what are three most important qualities in a partner and that could be like a short answer okay three important qualities um definitely uh trust and honesty i think go hand in hand with each other um two is compassion um, you know, the ability to be kind and to just, I don't know, there's just like, you, you can speak volumes about compassion, like about being, compa uh, be, about being a compassionate person. And the third one, third one, third most important quality in a partner, just that they took care of themselves first before getting into a relationship they healed mm. their past oh, I love they, that. yeah they healed, a, i love that answer yeah they, they healed their past trauma yeah. whatever you know they're not bringing anything into the next relationship because you know the you know um 
my friend, uh, my friend Lily was saying, like, you know, the next guy, like, you don't want to bring, like, your past shit into the next relationship. And then, you know, that guy didn't even do anything to you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, cool. <laughs> Some bags. <laughs> if, if this is an airport, that's baggage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. You know, and I think that's super, you know, so... I used to be in like a crazy relationship back yeah. in college, and I was kind of the crazy one. So you're the crazy one. Yeah, I was the crazy one because like, so I was mellow. Yeah, I know, and I was just like the first one. I was like, oh, I do all these things, and like yeah. it's crazy. Like once you, I had to get out of my own yeah. relationship. Well, like she broke up with me, and then yeah. I couldn't even like work anymore. Yeah. I stuck going to work, then I ran out of money, and then yeah. got kicked out of my place, and I had to move back to my parents in Vegas for my three months. God. So it was just like That's super quite a just, story. Yeah, then I'm like there chilling. I'm like, well, I'm in Vegas now. I'm so glad it's summer because if it wasn't summer, I would have dropped out of school oh too. Oh my goodness. So when, when summer <laughs> ended, I was like, all right, parents, it's cool. They wanted me to live in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I moved back. I, was like, I gotta finish school. Yeah, yeah. And then I just like like you said, I revamped myself. I deleted yeah. my Instagram yeah. and started a whole new Instagram without yeah. her and like yeah. all those pictures and memories are just completely gone. Yeah, scrubbed off. Scrubbed off with the face of the art. Yeah. And then I I found that I found more of myself in other people. Yeah. So I took so many pictures with my friends. Yeah. And I did things for myself. Yeah. I ran. I, yeah. you know, wanted to become a yoga instructor. Yeah. I focused on my career, had many jobs. Yeah. And and what I found is that you're, even though you're single, you could be the most unalone person. Yeah, exactly. I'm like living with a place of love with the yeah. yoga instructors yeah. I've met, you yeah. know, and I'm, you know, I have all these friends. I have all these people that are willing to come on my podcast. Yeah. Like, you're never really truly single uh, yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> no honestly like I like telling um my guy friends like you know who needs boyfriends when oh who needs a boyfriend when I have you guys like, you know like you guys care about me you guys love me like you guys treat me like so well yeah because like in the end of it all it's like uh I always say a relationship's a relationship yeah but it's like I have relationships with my friends yeah. my family and yeah. you know in terms of not it being romantic and sexual yeah. but it's yeah. also in a place of love like I love you yeah. because I care about you as a person and yeah. I care about your well-being yeah and can't stop from you from talking to them and checking in on them yeah and exactly. you, can, you can get that emotional support from them instead of like a romantic relationship yeah right yeah if anything you it should supplement each other yes exactly cool wow I think that last question was really good yeah, good job Julia yeah. with their qualities <laughs> thank up. you for your questions yeah cool <laughs> so I wanted to leave the floor for you to add anything that we didn't talk about before we go into our continuity questions. Oh, okay. So I just, hang on. I'm pulling up this quote. I just wanted to share it. Um, oh, nice. Over Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so hang on just a second. Okay. So um, my friend uh, Johnny, one of my best friends, he sent me this ESPY uh, speech from Jim Valvano, um, a, a basketball player. And... Um, he thought that one of the quotes was really relevant to how I should start living my um, living life. And the quote really didn't resonate with me until um, my ex dropped off all my items that I had left at his place, like on my front porch. So the quote is, um, to me, there are three things everyone should do every day. Number one is laugh. Number two is think, spend some time in thought. Number three, you should have your emotions move you to tears. If you laugh, think, and cry, that's a heck of a day. So, um, I did these things not in the. I, so I did these three things not in order. Um, so when I you know open my door and I'm seeing like all my stuff just on the front porch, 
I instantly had like a total breakdown. It's just sad, you know, like all these items just like boxed up, bagged up. And uh, I was on FaceTime with Johnny and I'm like bawling. And he's like in the Taco Bell drive through line trying to order like his Baja Blast. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just like, he's like, he's like, I know, I know, I know. Like, you know, I'm, I'm like almost done like getting the food. Like, I know, I know, like I'm, I'm going to like, you know. I'm gonna park soon, like we can talk. And I'm just like, you know, sobbing like a little baby. And um I really, you know, uh I just, you know, I let my emotions move me to tears, you know, because I just felt so flooded. Um, you know, I didn't cry at all since the breakup, but in that moment, like I I really tore up, like, and I don't even know if that was like all the stuff that was just I was holding inside, but I finally just sobbed. And then um, I texted uh, some of my girlfriends, you know, like, oh, he finally dropped off my things and I'm like sobbing right now and I feel like a total huge baby. And so they all, everyone um, immediately all log on to house party. And, you know, uh, and even like the uh, rest of my guy friends, like they all log on to house party and, um, they just instantly, like, you know, they let me cry about it. Um, you know, they let me cry about it, but uh, maybe for maybe like five, ten minutes. And then um, after that, they just shifted the entire um, conversation to um, just joking. And these jokes were so ridiculous. They were just like, you know, nudging at each other, you know, just like calling each other out a little bit. But I just, I like started like having huge belly laughs you know I was, like I literally was crying like 10 minutes prior and now I'm just like laughing like my stomach hurts so much from like laughing so hard and so that is such a really solid quote I think because um that day felt very full to me I got to um just realize how I don't know just how great my life is right now even if it doesn't seem that way in those small moments but I really I think that life is like so much better for me right now that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> that's great it sounds like you have a lot of good friends I do <laughs> so they must appreciate that and you appreciate them cool anything else you like that no <laughs> there's been a lot of uh soul bearing <laughs> no worries Continuity questions. So okay. these are questions I ask all my interviewees. Okay. On life, extensionalism, and you can always beat the fifth on okay. these. Okay. Number one, what are things that you do to seize the day? I, okay, there are days that I will still wake up and I'll feel like crap and I don't want to get up. You know, I don't want to go to work. I like, I just want to lay in bed all day. But I really force myself to get out of bed and I put on makeup. And as superficial as that is, when I have makeup on, I feel like I'm ready to take on the day. Because, you know, I'm like, for me personally, like, I look in the mirror and I, like, have no makeup on. I look so, like, tired. I look so, like, washed out. Um, there's nothing that I want to do in that day. Because I'm looking back and I'm looking at my appearance and, you know, she looks freaking, like, depressed as hell. Like, you know, it doesn't, like, give me much motivation to conquer the day. But when I have makeup on, I'm just like, okay, she's ready. <laughs> yeah, so that's something that I've been uh, really forcing myself to do every morning, even if I don't want to get up out of bed. 
That's good. That's a good way to seize the day. Because yeah. it's like, you should want to make yourself feel good. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the first step. Exactly. Of your little things. Yeah. And obviously, you will do more. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it gets pretty serious. Number two, uh, what is the point of life? I think the point of life is, you know, even if, uh, even through all the, the pain that you're inevitably going to face, you know, the challenges that you're also inevitably going to face, um, uh, the point of life is, you know, to enjoy, like, who you are. Like, enjoy, try to enjoy each moment that you're alive and, you know, just, just try, like, you know, oh, God, such heavy questions. <laughs> but I I think, um, you know, just doing something that, maybe, like, doing something that you like once per day, like, doing one thing that you like per day, just um, to make your, to make each day a good day. But yeah, I think the I think the point of life is just to try to enjoy it. You know, we're we all have one life. I mean, I believe that we all have one life to live, but I'm now gonna try to enjoy it as best as I can. That's a great answer. I love that. <laughs> Number three, ideal job, and what have you done so far to achieve such job? Ideal job. Um, I used to really want to be a journalist, but then that kind of uh fell through, and then uh. I am kind of looking, uh, trying to ob obtain my real estate agent license. Um, some people say that I have like the personality for it. So we'll see. But I don't know. I'm really up in the air right now about um, uh, things that I want to do because I'm still not totally sure. I'm still trying to, I'm doing what I'm, uh, what I'm doing, um, what I know my goal is, my goals are this year. Um, career-wise but at the same time I, I, I want to leave it open-ended like you know I'm still learning about myself there might be things that I might happen upon you know in the next year or so like I happened upon rollerblading yeah it's gonna be super exciting when I check in with you in the future yeah. <laughs> like what did you go after this podcast and now you're like running a, a big company oh company. god <laughs> I'm like see remember when I said that I could tell the future yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number four House and kids, question mark? House and kids. Uh, right now, I am trying to save up as much as I can to, uh, you know, hopefully buy something one day. But I don't find myself living in the Bay Area all my life. Mm. I can definitely see myself ending up in, uh, ending up back in Orange County. That's like, you know, that's, I feel like that's truly my home. Like, even though I've lived here, like, quite a chunk of my life, um, I feel like that's where my heart is still at. Um, kids, uh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Got it. Number five, what are things in society that people can do better at? Be kind. <laughs> I think kindness is so important, even in today's uh, everything that's going on today. Like, you know, you, there's just so much um, terrible things that are going on in the world right now. But you know, and maybe you don't feel like you can you can do anything or you're not doing enough, but um, just be kind within your own life. Be kind to people that you meet. Be kind to people that are already in your life. Um, I think just being kind is very important. You know, you just never know if someone's having like a really shitty day, and you know that one ounce of kindness that you gave to them like really like made like turn things around. So that's something that I truly believe in now that I, um, in the past several months. Nice. Yeah. 
I love that answer. <laughs> Number six, happiest moment you can re- you can remember. It could be any moment. Happiest moment I could remember. Oh my goodness. Oh gosh, happiest moment. Is there a criteria? Is no, like, it's no? open ended. Uh, anything. Let's say right now. This is my happiest moment to date. Oh, like, you wow. know, just where I'm at right now. That's a good answer. Yeah. The emo- second, yeah. this moment. Emotionally, mentally. YOLO. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Number seven. Uh, you, d- you did go over a quote, but I wanted to ask this question yeah. that I always ask everyone. Yeah. Biggest lesson or proverb that currently resonates with you? Oh, okay. Or is it that same quote, probably? Well, the biggest lesson that resonates with me now is probably just if you don't think you can get through something you eventually will i think like you just have to really do the work to get yourself out of it you know you can't be sitting at home like feeling sorry about yourself because i did a great deal of that and that got me nowhere you know you really need to um just think about yourself first and uh you know because in the end you're all you have (laughs) You know, you're you're not gonna have like your shitty boyfriend. You're not gonna have like maybe maybe you're, maybe you're not gonna have like the same friends. You know, like you're not you're just always gonna have yourself. And it's always it's so important to take care of yourself first. Is what I've learned. Yeah, because you're always because like, you know what I realized kind of going down life. It's like you do go through so many segments of friends. You do. You yeah. know, it's like it's all a part of the journey. Yeah. Like everyone that's like I look at this podcast list. Like yeah. some of them not, we're not hanging out really? as much anymore. But we still keep in touch. Yeah. But it's just like it's just a different phase of yeah. life that everyone has to go yeah. through. So it's really cool that you've noticed that you're focusing on yourself and mm-hmm. you don't know what the next couple months will be, but you're, there's gonna definitely new friends that you're gonna be making. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I think as of now I consider your consider you a friend. Oh, I consider yeah, you like, a friend too. Right, you have a new friendship. <laughs> Yay. I'm gonna get on my podcast, you I have know, to be I my just friend. like bared my soul to you, of course we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you in my house. You're my friend. <laughs> <laughs> now I know you. Yeah. Spend some time. Yeah. Number eight. Last question. Okay. If tomorrow ended, what would be the things that you hope people remembered about you? Oh, gosh. Um, God, I like don't even know. Um, What would... Just thought... I was always true to myself. Like, even if I was going through something, like, um, if I am determined to, um, you know, get out of it, like, I will always be, I'll, I'll be true to myself and, you know, get myself out. Like, I'll, I'll keep my word, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's great because I feel like you probably told yourself throughout this whole situation, like, this is what I'm going to do. And you get to the point yeah. where you do it. Yeah. And that is definitely, you know, when I first messaged or called you, yeah. or I think I texted you, you're like, you're authentic, authentically being yourself. Yeah. That was really amazing. sweet to read. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, she's really authentically being her. Yeah. You know, being you, yeah. knowing that you're important. And yeah. 
I was yeah, already vulnerable with you on our first phone call. Actually, on our first phone call, I was uh, in an Uber. I know. I started the Uber. You're like, wait, I'm in an Uber. I'm like, is this not a good time for a call? And and I was, you're like, talking about like taxes. You know, I was, in, I was like, should I ask questions while you're in an Uber? The, the driver's like super silent. My friend's like silent. <laughs> like, Your friend then, was in there too? Yeah. I mean, like she already, you know, she already uh, knew that I was doing it. But she was like, oh my gosh. Like, I felt like kind of like... Uh, weird about you saying like all that stuff <laughs> like who is that i don't know i haven't even met this dude <laughs> i'm gonna go to his house next week <laughs> no but i'm i'm glad you did and yeah. you know to be honest like i had a really good feeling that it was gonna be a good yeah. podcast we had a good conversation yeah. and i was truly nervous and very worried about the things that i was gonna say i actually tried practicing but like right now actually i have just been like going with the flow so all of my notes and stuff had just gone out the window yeah it's almost you could never really prepare because like yeah. you're, i put you in the spot and like you now do. we're just like all right we're going and yeah. that, now after like hearing and like listening to everything that you said i feel like everything's authentically you yeah. that you wouldn't really would want to take back yeah i don't want to take it back i mean like yeah like i'm always gonna remember like how much pain I was in, all the tears I cried, all the, you know, stuff I said, all the, you know, block paragraph texts I would send, like, yeah. you know, but at the end of the day, I am here now and I've just never felt so much. I've never felt better about myself. Like, that's I, I think, you know, that's also an, another important thing about life is just like personal growth. So what's an amazing thing, too, I think I wanted to end this podcast. This is actually yeah. a special gift for you. Okay. So I, I used to be a yoga instructor for okay. two years. Okay. And we're going to do some mindful meditation right now. Right now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what I want you to do is I want you to kind of just relax your body. Okay. Well, my, my, all these, I have like wheels constantly going on in my brain. So let's see if this works. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then you're going to close your eyes. Okay. And you're going to just breathe. Take a deep inhale through your nose. Find that slow breath out. Start to think of all the things that you've done. Start to know that you are powerful in the decisions you made. And start to feel confident in yourself. Take an inhale for confidence. Take a breath out to release any doubt. I'll just take these next couple seconds just for you in silence. And slowly guide your hands to your chest. Okay. Put your hands together. Squeeze your thumbs towards your heart. Feel that heart beating into your chest. Know that the light and the love that is in you and the energy is something that you're willing to share with others. And thank yourself for being so confident in leaving yourself vulnerable and sharing this with the world. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> now you can slowly open your eyes. Okay. How did that feel? Felt good. It was very uh, peaceful. I don't, I don't meditate, so you know, my, I'm always like 
on edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes meditation is good because like, I think when you were going what you're doing, you were, you were meditating. Yeah. Meditating is thinking. Okay. Right? And I was like, like I said, spirituality is yeah. something, something you're already doing. Yeah. Asking yourself questions and why am I yeah. doing this? Yeah. So, I am super excited for you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. How was it being in a podcast? I just want to just get your Um, your feel about it. Okay. Yeah. It was really nerve wracking, but, um, you know, hearing my voice in these headphones, um, at first, but then like, you know, you kind of gave me like the prompts to kind of guide me through the podcast and that really like helped. That helped. Otherwise, like, you know, if you were just like, oh, you know, go ahead and say your piece i would have been like i don't even know where to start <laughs> <laughs> i think you did it so well and i'm really glad for having you on christine right, thank you quack yes oh see i got Great. it you got it right at the last second <laughs> yeah not quack 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 or quatch <laughs> i was like quatch quack but christine quack yeah my new friend yay <laughs> all right thank you so much all right thank you